please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey guys, we're on the monorail heading to Epcot to uh, see where they're going to put the new play pavilion. Really excited about that. Yeah, I, I am too. Dude, I'm so excited. I heard they're going to put in a, a like interactive thing where you do a bunch of push-ups. Really? Yeah, I heard they were going to put a uh, like a throwing competition with uh, Tim Tebow. Didn't they have some like really well-known athletes sign on as well as Tim Tebow? They did. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah cl uh, Clinton Portis, um, uh, Manny Ramirez. Who else? Who else do we got here? Uh, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Uh, kind of like has been. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, many great ones. Uh, Brett Favre. Um, now this throwing this throwing thing. Where are they going to put that so it, you don't hit the circus tent in the middle of the pavilion? They they planned on putting there. Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Were they going to put the uh, the Mike Tyson ring in the middle of the uh, play pavilion? No, I think that's where they're putting the making of you part two. Sounds like another great success. I can't wait to compete in the fully interactive decathlon. It's like a 12-hour attraction. It's really exciting. It looks like something that I'd really like to do after walking all day. Welcome to episode 238 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Alex. Today, we will be giving the his on the Wonders of Life Pavilion. Right now, we're recording live for our Goof Troop members, who are also, coincidentally, our Patreon members. What? I know, pretty crazy. And, I didn't know that. Uh, and you, too, can be listening live right now if you head over to our Patreon. And uh, join for as little as $2 a month. If you are a $5 tier up, you are entitled to giveaways that we do uh, on a monthly basis. Bi-monthly basis, maybe. Bi-monthly basis. But we do, we do some, we've been doing some pretty good ones lately. Lastly, I just want to talk about our tea public, you can, which you can find in our link tree, which is located in all of the descriptions of our episodes or in our social media. Have some new designs up right now. I got a nice D-listed. Um, D or de-privatize uh, Steamboat Mickey design now. You can, That's you can right. use Steamboat Willie so without copyright infringement, which is awesome. We have a really, really clean uh, Diz His Steamboat Willie um, shirt. I bought Looks one for myself. So nice. Got one for my mom and my sister, too. They loved it. So got three Steamboat Willie shirts. They're flying off the shelves. Get them while, they, uh, <laughs> get them while supplies last. Compared to other shelves, per hour, they're selling hotcakes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, if you want to send us an email, just send an email over to dizhispod at gmail.com. That's dizhispod at gmail.com. And if you have the time, I would love it if you just open up your podcast platform app, go over to the rating, and give us a five-star yeah, review. Hard. It's not hard. I mean, it'd be amazing. Um, it's funny because <laughs> I've been trying to figure out how to use Spotify oh, podcasting. Oh, yeah, your Google one's going away. But fun fact, Google's not going away until April. Yeah, April. I didn't know that. Oh, I thought come it was, on, Boomer. I thought it was as soon as the year turned, they were turning oh, it off. Oh, no, no, no. It's not like Y2K. No, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Those servers are still up. You don't even you remember Y2K. I don't, really. Uh, I wasn't afraid of it. I just remember my dad buying a lot of silver bars. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know what I did before this episode, Alex? Uh, did you watch some videos on Wonders of Life Pavilion? I went on a big, beautiful binge. Yeah, I was going to say, Ooh. Jesus Christ, did you, in, you did you introduce me? Like, holy. Hey, listen, I would, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to butter you, you up. I'm trying to butter. I'm, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just going by the show notes uh, yeah. that we probably didn't send you. That's so right. uh, with, so um, let's address the elephant in the room. The voice you are hearing is Dane himself from the YouTube channel, Big Beautiful Diz. Dane, tell us a little bit about um, your YouTube channel. And then also tell us why uh, this was the one episode that we needed to have you on for. Yeah, sure. So Big Beautiful Diz is a uh, celebration of the history of the Disney parks, I guess. Best way to describe it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I got to use that, actually. I got to yeah, Disney IP <laughs> in general. I mean, you've been really hitting other things too lately. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Just theme parks. Yeah. Orlando. Orlando-based theme parks. Yeah. Because really, what's really happening here? People who watch Dane's YouTube videos are coming to watch this is true. on Disney. This is true. So for you, Dane fans. It's a fans, lot different, is, a lot different is, than the last time I was on Disney. true. Yeah, that is true. It's kind of insane. Dane is a uh, Dane is uh, like halfway to Mr. Beast uh, level. <laughs> Not even halfway. No, but you've been doing really good. We're really proud of you over here. Um, really 
your your view count has been insane. I mm-hmm. think that it has, uh, it and, has. and rightfully so because you put a lot of time and effort into those videos. Um, my favorite video of yours. It's a hard question that I just asked myself. <laughs> <laughs> there, let me ask it for you. What's your favorite video of mine, Chris? I don't really have one. I like them all the same. Oh, no, okay. I I love I love your um I really love your uh, recent uh, character fight video. I thought that oh, was really yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just was. I love your obscure videos. I think that's my answer. Is like I do your too. super obscure like videos because those. yeah, that, I love hearing the history behind things that I had no idea about and like his workout like, video. The workout video is a top video for me too. Master size, master size, rare full body video. I know, I know. That's why it's your favorite. Yeah, I know. I uh, I watch that every every night to calm down before I go to bed. (laughs) I I, I work out with Dane. (laughs) But why do we have him on Wonders of Life? Why do we have him on Wonders of Life podcast, Dane? Oh, because Wonders of Life is my all time favorite pavilion. In uh, and and here's another question: Are you eighty five? Huh. Are you over 60? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I didn't know what you were talking Yeah, but Cranium Command, Cranium Command is my all-time favorite attraction. And Wonders of Life is my all-time favorite pavilion. So Yeah, I love I can't wait to dive into that. Um, yeah, really. Now I don't know a lot about Wonders of Life because uh, I am the ripe age of too young to be able to have went and experienced it myself and remembered. Uh, Dane's oh, actually I was say so young. Remember. Yeah. I was like, no, you yeah, definitely yeah, no. would have gone in there, Brad, buddy. Yeah, um, I like the cool parts of the park, so my parents didn't really take me <laughs> oh, yeah. back there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so so you just didn't you go to Epcot know, at all? <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Wonders of Life Pavilion was an area in Epcot at Disney World. It opened in 1989 as a pavilion between Mission Space and the Universe of Energy. Wonders of Life had a short life, only lasting 18 years, but it will be remembered for its distinct attractions like Cranium Command and Body Wars. Now, Dane, in your expert opinion, your expert opinion, why do you think this lasted only 18 years? Um, uh, pretty much because Disney did not meet the um, sponsorship requirements and then MetLife pulled out of the sponsorship and didn't renew. And then Disney's yeah. not going to pay for an, a pavilion like this by themselves. So. Yeah. They Back when they needed it. sponsorships for everything. Pretty right? much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah once yeah, you the, don't see that anymore. I mean, once they lost the sponsorship, it was, it was dead. I mean, let's be honest. They didn't update this. They still don't update the pavilion, but they didn't update the pavilion in a long time. So. And it was funny because I was working on the history partly with Ryan, uh, and uh, he's like. Only thir- 18 years. I was like, 18 years is not a long time for Disney. Not a pavilion. Not a whole pavilion. Yeah. No, 18 years is not a long time for a pavilion at Epcot, for sure. That's a lot of uh, real estate to be able to, yeah, no more sponsors. Let's just level this and do something else. Yeah. It also didn't help that nobody was going in there. <laughs> False. Was not leveled. Yeah. Well, I know. Level the idea of it. Level the idea of it. <laughs> what a save. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. So we talked a lot about sponsorships. Um, I, I don't know if either one of you know this, and by either one of you, I'm asking Dane directly. Mm. But if Dane doesn't know, then someone in the chat, maybe you can look it up for us. What was the last sponsored attraction on uh, Disney World property in in Orlando? Do you know the answer to this, Chris? No, I don't. Um... I'm just I'm, I'm cu- <laughs> no, I'm I'm, I, I, I'm asking because I want to know the answer. Last I don't, sponsored. Why would I know that? They're still sponsored rides, are they not? I don't know. You tell me. I'm pretty sure. It's probably like Spaceship Earth. Probably Spaceship by... Earth. Yeah, I'd say Spaceship Earth, if not still sponsored. Test Track test is sponsored track. today. Oh, Chevy. yeah, Test, but, yeah, test Track. But, sp- but the, was, the new but Spaceship Earth, the new Spaceship Earth sponsorship was newer than the new Test Track. Siemens? That's old. Yeah, that was What's old. the, is a new one? I thought so. Yes. I thought that It's been was. a while. I forget what it's it was. It's been a while though. since I. Nope. As of 2023, Spaceship Earth has no sponsor. Oh, okay. So. Nix that from the list. Uh, People Mover was sponsored, but by who? It's Alamo. And, oh, Enterprise. I think People Mover, right? Because that was 2021. So the list of currently uh, sponsored attractions. Somebody said I can only think of Chevy's Test Track. Yep, Chevrolet Test Track. Uh, I think it would be People Mover. I think that's the newest sponsorship. That was okay, 2021. So- 
so we do have we do have uh corporation sponsored restaurants on property as oh, of 2021 yeah, yeah. regal eagle cosmic rays backlot express and pizza far arrow coca-cola Edie's mm. sponsors the main street ice cream parlor oh, yeah. twinnings tea caddy epcot the grand floridian tea room dole aloha isle obviously mm. hosted by lyft is the rideshare drop-off that's an attraction uh chevy test track alamo is people mover so, Isn't living with the land like, sponsored remember by the Alamo? Um, Chiquita. Chiquita? When was yep. that? When was that? Yep. Oh, 2011. I, okay, that was yeah, definitely Original Coffee, Joffrey's. I don't think that's a uh, official tea. Oh, so the original coffee and original tea. So there are sponsored things on property. It's just not. Yeah, just, just not as many. I mean, Epcot. When Epcot anymore. opened, every pavilion was Everything sponsored. Everything was sponsored. Yeah. Right. Uh, because it was such a bold idea. Test Track is being uh, reimagined. And uh, we're getting the universe, the uh, motion. Uh, gosh, what is it? Universe of Motion? No, universe, I'm getting everything mixed up. What? World of Motion? Um, world of Motion. World of Motion. It's going to be like World of Motion. Um, I'm wondering if Chevy's going to sponsor it or not. It's going to be interesting. Probably. That makes them a lot of money. You got the Chevy showroom and stuff like that. You got, that's lucrative for them. I like it, too. I think it's in good taste. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It. it yeah, it definitely. Um, I'm glad we're talking about Chevy and uh, their sponsorships. <laughs> well, this sponsorships talk's pretty good. No, yeah, it it... it it benefits both the brand and the and the ride. I know, right? <laughs> by the way, this podcast episode is sponsored by Big Beautiful Dude. <laughs> no, Go it's not. No, it's on not. YouTube. No, it's not. Let's get to the his on the Wonders of Life Pavilion. Wonders of Life was an educational pavilion at Epcot and Disney World. This pavilion opened in 1989, but it was seven years prior that Imagineers had the initial idea of creating a building that would educate guests on the science of health and fitness. After Epcot opened in 1982, Imagineers were continuously thinking of pavilions to add to the park in order to bring in more guests. Imagineers came up with the idea for a life and health center, but what they initially planned was not what was debuted in 89. The planned pavilion would be a giant circular building that would contain rides and attractions. The complex inside would be circus-themed and be named Midway of Life. The attractions would align with the circus theme with attractions like Journey Within, a dark ride that would allow guests to explore the working of the human body. The ride would revolve like the Carousel of Progress and be broken down into three-part animatronic story. Another planned attraction was Tooth Follies, a show that was centered around the teeth with a viewing area designed to look like you were in a mouth looking out. The third attraction was Head Trip, which was space-themed with three brain pilots representing intellect, emotion, and the nervous system. This comedic show would explain the job the brain does for everyone to function. Later, Head Trip was changed to Brain Command, and then again to Cranium Command, with the three pilots changed to just one character named Captain Cortex. The last planned attraction was The Joy of Life, an educational sensory maze with a theater that would show guests the advantages of good health and positive personal behavior. The villain's goal was to educate guests on their own role in their body's health, but to do so through entertainment. As years passed, Disney was having a hard time finding a sponsor for the pavilion. So when MetLife eventually showed interest in sponsoring the pavilion, Disney made sure MetLife was happy with the final product, which resulted in the final product looking very different than initially planned. Yeah, this place sounded like it should have belonged, like the, the all of the rides and attractions. This, it sounds like it should have belonged in a natural history museum not a theme park like dane you're familiar with the franklin institute sure if the franklin institute ever announced any of these attractions you'd be like, oh it's a great idea yeah, like an exhibit yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah like a, a health wing yeah no it 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 does <laughs> i never i've never understood the circus theme um don't you love circuses i do but i've never understood why there was a circus in the middle that that didn't make a lot of sense to me i don't i don't mm -hmm. know i'm yeah. Even in like the well, original plants, it just doesn't give any context to why there's a circus in the middle of the pavilion. So we, my wife and I and the kids were watching a little video on Wonders of Life. And my wife is like, why is there a mall in Epcot? <laughs> it looks like, it, it, it does, looks it like a mall. Like a mall. It gave off very late 80s, early 90s mall feel with the, yeah, with the floor, um, 
the floor. Yep, yeah. I was just say floor yeah. Yeah. and all the bright colors everywhere. It definitely looks like a mall. <laughs> yeah, the natural the natural sunlight, sunlight too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the natural sunlight. Mind. Absolutely. Yeah. The circus in the middle, I feel like, could have been just like, uh, like, because this whole pavilion is like, why did anyone approve of this, right? So I feel like the, the I feel like it was like a room of people, and they all started like throwing out these ideas, like, oh, let's do, you're inside someone's mouth, you're do, you're in someone's brain, let's do the body, and then so like one person's like thinking to himself, like. I wonder what crazy idea I can throw into this that they're going to agree to. And I was like, hey, yeah, what about a circus in the middle of it? And then the guy's like, yeah, great idea. And that's just how, like, this whole pavilion is just well, so bizarre. Yeah, and the, and the MetLife lounge was circus-themed, too. I mean, that doesn't make a lot of sense. It's a it's a Well, when I think MetLife, I think circus. <laughs> I do, too, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah MetLife executives are really going to like this circus uh, circus theme that we have going on here and <laughs> I, you know what I, I want to love this so bad but it's just horrible like it's just like and, and I, that's why it's not there anymore but I, I'll give you this I'll give you this if so Dane doesn't uh, kill me with <laughs> yeah, I'm about looks. to go off on Chris Cranium Command I think is the only uh, attraction in this pavilion that would hold up because Star Tours is still on the property, okay? Seriously, Body Wars is Star Tours, bro. Like that's still on property. Body War, no, I'm so, okay. So the idea of the attraction and the experience of the attraction, you don't need Body Wars. It's it, it just like what what place does that belong? It doesn't. But Cranium, Cranium Command, I just feel like is like a fun, quirky attraction that you could just be like imagination or something. Like Figment doesn't really like Figment doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> Did you watch a video on uh, Cranium Command and, and Wonders of Life before doing this episode? Yeah, I watched your video. <laughs> I watched like fifty-eight minutes of you do, give, giving me a tour. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I watched Cranium Command. Did you watch Body Wars? I skipped. Okay, so Bi- Body Wars was no. I know, lit- I know a Body Wars. It's a simulation ride. Yeah, like you don't Star think Wars. that would you don't think that holds up? Um, I think of all the attractions, Cranium Command wouldn't hold up. No, but I think that's why it holds up. I do think that's why it holds up is because it wouldn't hold up. And because I think Disney is so good at preserving things that don't hold up. That's and true. I think that the I think that the simulation aspect of going through somebody's body and it being very like the graphics not being the greatest. And of course they can update it, but they wouldn't. Um, I don't think that would have held up. I don't think I don't think it would have withstood the test of time. But Cranium Command, which is a corny thing to begin with. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would hold up i i, I think like country bear jamboree shouldn't be around in 2023 or 2024 hey, sorry watch yourself oh but i love that it is no seriously but i love that it is but there's no reason why these old smelly looking things should still be around but that's why it's still there and that's the beauty of it that's why i think cranium command would still work today is because it's nostalgia for people and you don't change that body wars i don't know i just don't see I, I, and and cranium command is a fun funny show right like it's 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 like that old disney humor body wars i don't know it's just uh i can't see my kids one day going and be like oh let's ride body oh, wars but i can see him laughing at buzzy very true. Like i can see him laughing at buzzy you know very true that's why i think okay body wars okay. gives off um comedic theme park and cartoon vibes i think making a me would really hold up today Oh my god! Really like that. <laughs> I can't. Let's just wait till we get to the history of making. <laughs> you have to wait a little bit. That's the third. Par- that's the third paragraph. But yeah, I I don't know. We'll figure we'll figure out when we get to the history about uh, Cranium Command and all this stuff. But I think it's definitely a mosh posh of stuff that they threw together to make a villain. Even though they were, you know, I get why people weren't ready to sponsor it. Right? Mm. Like you understand why yeah. people were like, yeah, it makes no sense. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And then they're like, MetLife's like, I'll sponsor. And they're like, oh, you will? Oh, what can we do to make it better for you? Do you want us to change anything for you? Hey, are you still interested? I really wish Tooth Follies was made. That looks looked like a good attraction. Disney announced on January 22nd, 1988, that they would soon break ground on the new pavilion named The Wonders of Life, which would feature a health and fitness theme in order to pair well with the sponsor, MetLife. The pavilion was plotted to be set between the Universe of Energy Pavilion and Mission Space. The 100,000-square-foot pavilion would feature a 65-foot-high golden dome that had a pattern that mimicked the spaceship Earth pattern. The construction was relatively quick and easy, with the pavilion opening to the public on October 19, 1989. In front of the building stands a 72-foot-tall DNA molecule, which is dwarfed next to the giant building 
that would eventually house multiple attractions, shops, shows, and interactive locations. The building was so large that there was even a small MetLife blimp floating around inside the pavilion. Once you enter the pavilion, there's even a big map so guests can find their way around. The main attraction inside the Health Conscious Pavilion was Body Wars. Guests become part of a medical team that has to board a vehicle in order to be shrunk down and injected into a patient's body. The attraction was a motion simulation much like Star Tours that could fit 40 guests at once. The Journey, or Movie, was directed by Lena Nimoy and starred Timothy Matheson as the probe captain set out to perform a routine procedure. The team would rendezvous with Dr. Cynthia, actress Elizabeth Shue, who was already inside the body. But the voids would go awry and the crew would have to race to their next destination. Guests would get to see an inside look at the patient's heart, lungs, and bloodstream. The second attraction was Cranium Command, which was taken directly from the prior plan, The Head Trip. Guests would enter a 200-seat theater after the five-minute pre-show. The show follows brain pilot Buzzy as he takes control of a 12-year-old boy's brain. This replaced the Captain Cortex character that was planned for the initial idea named Head Trip. The show had more, now iconic actors like Dana Carvey and Kevin Nealon reprising their Hans and Franz personas from Saturday Night Live in order to portray the right and left ventricles, and Charles Grodin and John Lovitz playing the roles of the left brain and right brain. One animator of Cranium Command, Pete Docter, would go on to write and direct Inside Out. Yeah, and he has said that uh, Cranium Command directly inspired Inside Out. Yeah. Oh, makes sense. It totally makes, makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And they... Um... Uh, that movie was great. Did you uh, you love Cranium Command? Did you love Inside Out? Me? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I did like Inside. Did Out. you do? Did you do the uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio meme when you pointed at the, t- uh, the movie? Like, hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> no, I did. I was like, eh, it's pretty similar to Cranium. <laughs> so I, I I just posted some pictures in chat. Mm-hmm. I posted some pictures of the inside and. The blimp. Not only, the blimp make that makes it look even more molly. Dude, it's <laughs> like, insane. Like an advertising just flying around. That's crazy. The uh you see the goofy, uh goofy about health thing. Uh, yeah. And you see the circus tent. Then I posted a picture of the inside of the circus lounge, which is just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that's it's the that's so the MetLife right. lounge. That is insane that that's a corporate lounge. Did How, you, could you imagine you have a business meeting there? <laughs> It's, it could only be used for like, uh, like, like clown, like clown unions. <laughs> they had to keep people there to fire unions. them, so they're happy afterwards. I guess they needed it. But so we talk a little bit uh, in the beginning of this history about the design of the outside of the pavilion. I just want to post a picture souvenirs. because Dude, it's so nice looking. It it's looks like be- it would hold like the most majestic thing ever. Or NASA, like it looks and, like yeah. like it looks like. And then you go inside like and it's circus themed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is going on here? But the the DNA strand outside with the colors of the Wonders of Life Pavilion makes this look so 90s, and I love that. It's oh, such yeah. a cool design. Like, I'd wear that on a T-shirt for sure. Roosevelt's comes out with the Wonders of Life Pavilion T-shirt, I'll buy it, right? <laughs> but I will, I would just walk right past it, I think. I, this looks like something that would be in old school downtown Disney. Not like... Uh, theme park like, i feel like a lot of this stuff would be cute to take your kids to right i just don't i understand why they wanted to do this but like let's uh let's get healthy i guess i don't know um but it just like it would this would be a really good concept like, i feel like if somebody made a business plan of this concept they'd be like oh this is really good you get an a on your 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 business project but to actually build it is kind of crazy like I, I just don't see why they that's thought why this was going so to much, work. That's why I love it so much, honestly. That's why I love this. <laughs> it's, it's why it's, I love the pavilion so much. Cranium Command's a completely different reason why I love it, but that's why like, the pavilion is so insane that it's just so funny. Yeah, it's one of the great failures I think in Disney uh, property history. I don't know if you could if there's any bigger of a uh, is there any? Yes, very much so. What's that? Like <laughs> a whole pavilion? Galactic Star Cruiser. Ah uh, well, a <laughs> little Too bit soon. of a little bit of a failure. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't pour um, m- millions and millions and millions of dollars into Wonders of Life like they did Galactic Star. Yeah, no, that is that is very fair. Um, Dane, so yeah. we I I went over a short description of Body Wars. Sure. Uh, but this you say this is one of the best rides and should still be around today. Body so, Wars. Did you is it right? Body it is Wars? not one of the it, Body Wars is not one of the best rides. It it no, you said it would hold up today. It, it would Star hold Wars. up today yeah. because it's the exact same. I mean, literally some of when Body Wars closed, some of the um, uh, literally some of the same mechanics with some of the uh-huh. simulators be, 
went to Star Tours and when okay. they re, uh, when they did the refresh. Right. So Body Wars would hold up today because it's Star Tours. Star Tours, it, even though it has like five to ten minute waits, it's still open. People still love it. Um, now Body Wars was a little bit different because you're in a human body and it looked mm-hmm. terrible and you're you're flying everywhere. So people would get very very sick on this. Um, Perfect. So yeah, probably would not be open today even if wonders of life didn't close um now uh what was it gonna oh captain cortex captain cortex is buzzy just a different name he looks exactly the same um just his his outfit changed a little bit because it went from red and blue to uh green and brown and his and his uh his name changed he was changed very, very, very late into development. Like, I think a year before the pavilion opened or something. Like, there's more, like a whole animatronic was made for Captain Cortex, and they just changed the animatronic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Captain Cortex thing becoming buzzy is very interesting as well, how late they changed that in the game. You know what's funny is how fast the pavilion got made, right? Because they, they announced quickly. it January 22nd, very 1988. Quickly. And they were done by October eighty nine. Today, like today, it takes like three years to make yeah. a ride. How long were they working on Tron? You know, oh my gosh. and they made a whole pavilion yeah. with two big attractions, some other stuff inside, and like a giant pavilion in a year's time. It's also it's weird insane. because of how long development took. Because this thing was supposed to open a year after Epcot opened, and it was just delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed until eventually they were like, hey. Let's make this <laughs> pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Um, also, uh, a Cranium Command, I don't know how much of the animation was done in Disney World, um, if any, but I know the storyboarding was done. The storyboarding for Cranium Command was done in the uh, Magic of Disney animation. Um, okay. And I so think it's... a lot of it was animated. That's why there's so many cells yeah. of Cranium Command out because they would sell the cells in the gift shop. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. The rest of the pavilion was called Fitness Fairground, which had a multitude of options, one being an attraction headlined by Martin Short named The Making of Me. This 14-minute short film, which was shown in a 100-seat theater, was later deemed controversial, causing Disney to place a sign by the entrance warning guests of the subject matter. Martin Short explains how people were born by telling the story of how his parents met and eventually birthed him. The film went into detail regarding the fertilization between sperm and egg cells, with the animation segment that lasted a minute and a half. Throughout the large pavilion, there were many small areas to enjoy interactions or video displays. You had Frontiers of Medicine, which displayed stories about medicine and the brain on small televisions. Goofy About Health, which recycled clips from over two dozen Goofy shorts to show the advantages of healthy living. Coach's Corner, which was an interactive location where guests could use the batting light cages to swing baseball bats, golf clubs, and tennis rackets, as athletes like Gary Carter, Chris Everett, and Nancy Lopez would give you pointers on becoming a pro. Sensory Funhouse had an interactive playground dedicated to senses like sight, sound, and touch. There are many interactive areas inside the Funhouse, like optical illusions, a crooked room to test balance, a room that contained boxes that had guests blindly feel what was inside, an area for guests to feel braille, booths shaped like headphones with headphones that would play a plethora of sounds, and the reflection pipes, which had three pipes, one cold, one hot, and one cold and hot. There was even a small exercise-themed interactive area where guests would sit and pedal through three courses. The faster they pedaled, the faster the video would play. The courses were the Rose Bowl Parade, Disneyland, and a micro course where guests would pedal through a course that only a shrunken-down miniature rider could go through. The villain even had live entertainment in the form of a skit show name and a comical players. This show featured three performers who would call on an audience member. The show would follow the same formula, but performers would improvise off of the chosen guest. There was a shop for guests to buy healthy living equipment named Well and Goods Limited, and a quick service eatery named Pure and Simple that sold low-fat waffles, sandwiches, salads, and yogurt. Do you think in 2024 a pavilion geared towards health and fitness would work? No. Yes. Oh, yes. this is interesting now. Okay, I would like to hear both your opinions on that. Uh, guests go first. Um, I, I don't know. People. Dis- no, America's not fat, Dane. <laughs> People just don't want to hear science anymore, pretty much. <laughs> mm. Not going to get into much of the reasoning behind that statement, but you know what I'm talking about. 
Yeah, that's why Neil deGrasse Tyson is a household name. So the reason why people would love this is because their fitness is very niche. Um, and fitness is a thing that people love. They have marathons at Disney every year. So I think a fitness pavilion would actually do well now. I think in the 90s, I think they, they did too much with it, which made it fail. Um, but today, if they focus on just fitness, I think it's not this big. This is way too big. But a small right. corner that was focused on fitness for Disney adults who liked fitness, I think would do kind of well. Yeah, but Alex, I think that- Alex, if you think about it, Wonders of Life was successful in the 90s. It stopped being successful post 9-11. When the parks went downhill, exactly, with with uh with people going there, exactly. I think it may or may not have worked. Now, um, talking about the uh, uh sensory funhouse, these things these things are so like corny, but they're they're pretty cool. Like like if you really think about yeah, it, like it like, does sound like it the, does sound the hand cool. things are pretty cool. The the um optical illusions where you could like look inside of a TV and see yourself that was pretty cool. Um, the feeling the objects trying to guess what they are. I mean that's lame, but it's like cool. It's it, I don't know. There's just something cool about Disney doing lame stuff like that. Yeah, no, I think I do think, and I think it would be great for kids as well, uh, including myself though. I think I would love to just oh, like touch too. these like blind boxes yeah. like that. Uh, they do it on the Jimmy Fallon show. They, yeah. they do yeah, it, exactly. you know? So I, I don't know. I think that uh, that would be fun. I, I Like I said, I think Disney does corny really well. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's a nice just like change of pace. Like, Especially you can't Epcot. Ride after throw ride after throw ride. Uh, yeah, no, but Epcot too. You can't just eat, 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 eat and not touch something in a blind box. But the thing <laughs> is, is, during this time, Epcot is not a kid's park. So like. That's not really their clientele, right? Maybe they if, were trying to evolve to that. No, nah, right, I mean, it, but at this time, you still had the original Figment. You still had Horizons. That's true. You still had that's Spaceship true. Earth. I mean, it, it was as much of a kid's park as it is today. I mean, let's be honest. It's not a kid's park at all today, I would say. Oh, it's very much a kid's park today, dude. You got Ratatouille, Ratatouille and Frozen in there. I guess you're right about those two rides, but I mean, the two IP rides that, the IP that, that you have in there, very much kid's park. I don't, I don't know if you're going to go to a park with your kids over Magic Kingdom because it has Ratatouille and Frozen. And the, yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it, people are going to pick Magic Kingdom over anything. The only thing that gives Magic Kingdom a run for its money is Hollywood Studios, but how Magic Kingdom would win that. I agree. Um, the, the, um, the, the, uh, I'm blanking all <laughs> these names. Jeez. Um, Goofy's goofy thing? No, no, no. Goofy the bikes. The the bikes. Um. Oh yeah. The uh. Where is it? At? Oh, that sounds horrible. No. No. The, these were oh, so, these were awesome, man. Are you kidding I'm not, me? I'm not work. Listen, I'm not walking this around Peloton 15 before miles. Peloton. I'm not walking 15 miles at Epcot. Wonder and cycles. On a bike wonder cycles. And I never said more. the name in the history. That's why we couldn't figure it yeah, out. Yeah, wonder cycles. Wonder cycles. I think that'd be fun. I it would enjoy that. Like bicycling through Disneyland like this. This is so cool. Yeah, nah, and then, Chris, it's not it's not it's sit down bikes. It's like I'm still like working my legs. That, right. It, I mean, I guess I guess if you're I mean, walking if you around tore, all day, if you tore your Achilles in 1989, <laughs> you could have just gone on these. They yeah, they could rehab. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I guess the idea of finding something that you have to work your legs more after walking around a park is not a good idea. Maybe if it was one of those things where you had to do your arms a whole bunch, maybe that'd been better. But I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think the concept. Was I mean, they cool. were they, I like the they idea. were Pelotons before Peloton. I mean, if you get a right. Peloton and you can you can put can you put stuff on the TV of Peloton? If they just had a cast member yelling at you to keep moving, <laughs> uh, yeah. it would have been much more successful. That's true. Yeah, a little behind the scenes in the Wonders of Life video. Well and Goods um, is the only piece of media that I could not find throughout the the entire video. There is not a Dude. single video or picture of the Well and Goods uh, store. How about pure and simple? Wow. What a terrible place to eat. Oh, low dude, fat waffles. The Wonder Are you kidding me, man? The Wonder Wall? You're going to diss the Wonder Waffles like that? They're in the dude, shape of a heart, man. Are you kidding waffles? me? Nah, bro. Were they? Yeah, they were in the shape of a heart. The Wonder Waffles, man. You can't diss the Wonder Waffles like that. Because they're like, hey, if we're going to clog your heart, let's make it a shape of that. I will not let you uh, deface the name of pure and, pure and simple like that. Come on now. 
<laughs> bring back the bring back the wonder waffles. I'll, I'll eat a and I'll eat a waffle in the shape of a heart. Come on, but Dane, <laughs> but Dane, I think that's something that would be successful today. People would go to an eatery. Yeah, you put that in that Connections Cafe. Fat. You put that in Connections Cafe. Instant sellout. Mm-hmm. Instant People would sellout. go there just hour for line. the low fat eleven waffles. hour line. The low fat salads, the low fat sandwiches, low fat. Yeah, you know, people would go there just for that because they're like, oh. I'm I, I'm I'm gonna eat there for lunch, and then at dinner I can have a little my little snacks, my little cheat. Exactly. Yeah, I think I'd be. Uh, I think that would work now. I I think if you put these little uh, stations in all the parks that just sold healthy foods like that, I think it would do well. I, I listen. Low carb waffle. I'm taking one. I've, I've had, had a wonder like waffle. I made a wonder waffle. It's good. So I know none of us recognize these athlete names like Gary Carter, Chris Everett, and Nancy Lopez, but I had to add it for the people who might remember those names. Yes. I just had to add it in there. I was going to say just athletes. There's only three of them. I had to list them. I don't know who those people are, but I imagine people out there listening may know these people's names. So I had to add it in there. What are, they, what are the three names, Alex? Gary Carter, mm-hmm. who I imagine had to do a baseball. Uh, Chris he was a Everett. baseball catcher for I, the Mets. Uh, okay. Oh, Matt Chris, Life. Matt Life. Matt Life. Chris Everett. Tennis player. Was he? She. Yep. Was yeah, she? It's a girl. Yeah. Okay, then was Nancy Lopez a female golfer? Yeah, she would have to be. Like, listen, we already spent a bunch of money on this pavilion. We got to hire these, like, D-list athletes. Who was that? Nancy yeah, Pelosi? Oh, Lopez. Lopez. <laughs> yeah, she was a golfer. Yep. Yep. 66 years old. Won, when 48, she was won 48 LPGA Tour events. 43 major championships. Dang. That's a boss. Yeah, she's 66 now. She's 66 now. Opposite the uh, outside, opposite the DNA structure uh, is, of course, the Wonders of Life sign. Yes. Um, The original one that was debuted with the Pavilion in 1989 and then Mm -hmm. was replaced in 94 um, is now above the Magic Kingdom entrance. When you're driving in, uh, Mm -hmm. you see that arch right there. That oh. is originally just repainted. That's the original Wonders of Life sign. Very cool. That was not in the history. Where is that? When you when you're driving, if you drive, um, you go through like the gates. Yeah. Um, it's above the gates. So like not at oh, the actual entrance of Magic Kingdom itself. It's on yeah. the highway. Oh, that's cool. In June of 2001, the Wonders of Life Pavilion was struck by devastating blow when MetLife pulled out as a sponsor after a dispute over extending life insurance benefits. For Disney cast members, all signs with the logo for the former sponsor were pulled from Pavilion, and the rides operated as normal. 2003. Sadly, after MetLife pulled its sponsorship, the building started to fall into disarray and started losing popularity with guests. The building was out of date with its 80s paint scheme, nearly 20-year-old design elements, and use of less current celebrities. The Pavilion was having a hard time keeping up to date without MetLife's backing. Even the exterior of the building with its simple dome look made it easy for guests to overlook in comparison to the park's new, flashier buildings. With no new sponsor stepping up in 2004, the decision was made to make the pavilion only open seasonally during the more busy times for the park. As the next few years went by, the pavilion was open less and less. On January 1, 2007, the doors of the building were locked and the pavilion was closed without any reason given by Disney. Temporary barriers were put up in front of the entrances, to the attractions, and the signs for the attractions were removed in 2008. To 2009, the Pavilion Building was operated seasonally as a center for Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival and the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. As a center for these festivals, the building hosted seminars, presentations, videos, and a location for, to find festival-specific merch. The location was used as a center for these festivals up until the year 2018. By February 2019, Disney announced that a new interactive pavilion, which would hold a digital metropolis, would be built inside the dome that was previously known as Wonders of Life. The new pavilion would be named Play and was originally slated to open in time for the Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, but the COVID-19 pandemic stopped those plans in their tracks. Artwork for the planned pavilion did show a possible attraction taking you inside the mind of Riley from Inside Out. Construction in the interior and exterior will be seen by guests, but by D23 in 2022, Disney did not mention anything about the upcoming pavilion, making it seem like Play Pavilion was shelved. Yeah, everything that I've heard is that uh, Play Pavilion is shelved. Which doesn't mean it's dead, because Disney not. is known to shelf the, it is. It is. I, and then bring I it back. can almost guarantee that it is not shelved. Everything I've heard and everything that I have seen, it's not shelved. Wait, 
It's not shelved? It's not. Or it, it, it means... it's shelved for now, but it is going to happen. Okay. All right, I'm having right. a brain explosion. I have no idea <laughs> what you guys are trying to say. Um, I was looking forward to this play pavilion. Yes. Me too. I yeah. saw somewhere – I saw – I was doing research and I saw somewhere that – I saw – before I continue reading, I read the first part, which said Play Pavilion was going to go in Wonders of Life. And they said like, oh, it's going to come in like 2023 or whatever, 2024, and that it was going to have a meet and greet with Big Hero 6, mm-hmm. Baymax. Yep. And I was super excited because last time with the Epcot, my son was so sad that he couldn't meet Baymax because we thought uh, Baymax might be there and he mm-hmm. wasn't. So yeah, that's why they when moved I heard this, originally. When I heard this, I told my wife immediately, I texted her, oh my gosh, in 2024, Play Pavilion's going to open and they're going to have Baymax. And then I continued reading and I was like, yeah. oh. Yeah, that's, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, um, everything that I've heard is that the um, the simulators are gone from Body Wars. Yes. Um, that whole place is gutted. The Cranium Command Theater is gutted. And the uh, circus tents are gone, and the interior of the actual like pavilion where the circus tents were um, could open today, and it would be play pavilion themed. I- I've seen huh. it with my own eyes. Like everything that you see in that in that concept art, where the, the like the blue and the purple kind of thing, that's mm-hmm. where that's exactly what's in that pavilion right now. I've, I've seen it. You can if you oh, want wow. if you want to see it for yourself. It's kind of harder to see it now, but if you go to the Play Pavilion at night, you can kind of see it a little bit. Um, hmm. So, yeah. Are you gonna be there day one when it opens? No, no. I think I no. I think Dang, the, I you think just say yes for the podcast. I think the idea of Play Pavilion is dumb, but something needs to happen with the pavilion. So. Oh yeah, I agree. I think done well, it could be but, cool. Here's the thing: when it was when it was abandoned, literally, it was. I mean. Mm-hmm. It took them Literally. yeah, it took them five years to get the simulators out. The the doors were just unlocked. Anybody could go in there. I mean, people literally walked in. That's how Buzzy's um gloves were stolen in 2012 because somebody just walked into the door. Because it was just left unlocked because of cast member reasons. Is that what's behind you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For legal reasons, Dane has to say no. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's, okay. Of course I'm kidding. Um I think I think it's kind of funny that they it's funny that they do this at Disney. They would they leave things just a miss. They, they just like they just leave close they, it off and walk away. They leave them abandoned until they're like, uh oh, people are sneaking into here. We need to do something <laughs> with it. It's like what, when yeah. you leave the door unlocked, like of course. <laughs> yeah, they've done this a few times. The people like show video and they're like, what are you doing? Why are you showing videos of this? Yeah. Well, why do you have it? Like, <laughs> why do you? I'm showing video because like you have this. Yeah, why I'm like, what do you what it? do you think's gonna happen? Like when they. <laughs> it's like that that uh, extra room you just shove stuff into, and then a guest yeah. opens the door. You're like, "Why are you looking in here?" <laughs> it's literally unlocked. <laughs> I I've heard I've heard the stories. I've heard the stories. They're, they're, if you want to eat, get in there. Very simple too. Very simple too. Back then, not anymore. But back then, very easy to get in that pavilion. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, even when it was open during the festivals, people just walk back there. I mean, it was just that simple, just that easy. Yeah, just go on YouTube and type it in. You'll I find it. I, I was in that pavilion when the festival center was open, and I'm just going to say it. I saw the door that people would go through. I got a little too close. I wasn't going to go back there, of course. Because a cast member. Oh, what day? Why are you winking? Because a cast member stopped me. But, but, <laughs> but I look. I I I saw the door that everyone goes through. It's very. It was very 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 easy to get back there. Because think about how, think about how how insane that is to op- just open up an abandoned basically an abandoned. It's a um, liability. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. In 2018, the animatronic Buzzy was stolen from the abandoned remains of Cranium Command. Later, the suspect was arrested when caught selling Buzzy's clothing to an NBA player. The Wonder of Life Pavilion costs $100 million to build. Body Wars is considered to be Epcot's first throw ride and was the first attraction at the park to carry a height restriction, which was 40 inches. 
So Dane, this um, this stealing of Buzzy. Oh, do you know any more about this? Wild! Oh my God! Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> do I know? Do I know? Um, what don't I know about this? So it was just a synopsis. In 2012, his gloves were his gloves were taken after somebody snuck into the pavilion because the door was unlocked um, late at night during the fireworks, um, and then uh, our our. Good buddy, uh, good buddy, um, presumed to be Patrick Spikes, came into the pavilion, stole Buzzy, stole Hypothalamus, um, and sold the clothes and hat to Robin Lopez. To, I just to Robin up, Lopez, which yeah. is amazing. I thought it might be him. Yeah. So he's um, a giant he's Disney fan. Giant Disney yeah. fan. FYI, he, people who don't know NBA, he's a giant Disney fan. Yeah, uh, he. Uh, he bought them um, not knowing that they were stolen property. He returned them to Disney. As of now, Hypothalamus and the Buzzy animatronic have not been recovered by the Orange County Police Department. And it is a closed case as of now. But the bomber jacket, the gloves, the boots, the hat, and the headset have all been um, found. That's that's the case so far. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, oh yeah. We heard Disney think the Wonders Life Pavilion was an amazing attempt at educating people about themselves. The pavilion was a product of its era, being made with bright colors and bulky technology. If reimagined today, this pavilion could become an oasis for the health-conscious Disney guest. <laughs> this is what I love about Disney's. Chris is just like, yeah, this pavilion failed. It would have sucked today. And then Alex is like, yeah, this is why this pavilion failed. And then at the end of the episode, <laughs> we here at Disney's think the Wonders of Life pavilion was an amazing attempt at educating people about themselves. <laughs> you can say attempt. <laughs> attempt. Attempt. I know. One time, our one time, our friend RJ wrote the history, and he wrote a a. a a very negative outro. And I, I, I had to change it to a very positive outro. I'm, I can't my favorite episode, which, negative. which even was that, where you were just blasting it throughout the, oh, Figment, yes. Figment. It, it was Figment, the one yeah. I was on. We were just blasting it throughout the whole episode. And then yeah. just, we here at This Is Think Journey into Imagination with Figment. It's it was wonderful. A, it was amazing. <laughs> wink, wink. Oh my God. Hey there, Diz His folks and Dane. This is one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL right now, Jalen Hurts. I've been crushing it on the field. The Eagles have been better than they've ever been before. Best we're going to get this season. And I'm here to bring you some hidden Mickeys from the Wonders of Life pavilion that used to be in Epcot. Truthfully, because of fact that the pavilion's been out of commission for decades at this point, it's tough to find a ton of reliable information about Hidden Mickeys. I couldn't find anything significant from the Making of Me area, which incidentally is a much better movie than Dave's <laughs> voice. Alex probably still slept through that one, though. I did find one source that stated that there was a Hidden Mickey in the queue area for Cranium Command in a poster that had a famous brain study written on it. I couldn't find that anywhere else, and I looked through Hue videos and I couldn't see it, so I'm not 100% convinced that it's there, but for somebody who's visited there, maybe they can let us know if it actually exists. Over here we have a Nutcracker. Oh wait, that's, that's just some random dude standing <laughs> near Body Wars, which is where our next hidden Mickey is. There's a mural mm. to the entrance of Body Wars that shows some green neurons. You oh, I did. I do remember those that. neurons form three circles, exactly the shape of a hidden Mickey. And this one absolutely yeah. does have proof that's out there. That's all for me from Jalen Hurts. I've got to go win another football game because let's face it, this last month in the season's been the best we're gonna get going for. Uh, thank you, Jalen Hurts. Thank you for the reminder that this last month will be the best that we will see of the Philadelphia Eagles. Thank you for that reminder. That was that was great. So in the cranium um, in the cranium command queue, there are posters. I don't know the exact one he's talking about. It doesn't come to mind right away um, because they're all like cranium command. They have something to do with the attraction, so I don't know what. Right. I don't know exactly what he's talking about. Ever roll out of bed and feel like being a little bad? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has you covered with their Villain Wax Melt line. The Sea Hag Melt will have you wanting to use that body language like Ursula with his bouquet of roses, lily, lilacs, and sweet violets with undernotes of musk. 
If you feel like you're going to have a meltdown like Hades, throw in the Wax Melt Ruler of the Underworld, which will fill your home with smells of lavender, rosemary, lemon verbena, cinnamon, coriander, leather, amber, and hints of smoke. Or, if you just feel like you are just the evilest one of all, get yourself the Mistress of Evil Melt. These Maleficent-inspired melts will release a woodsy scent with its crisp pine needles, white fur, clove, patchouli, oak, and sugar pine. No matter how you're feeling, make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your attitude. That's three cheeky chicks at magicallyscented.com. Hey, RJ, where are you? I told you to meet me at the best show at Walt Disney World. Yeah, Ryan, I'm in Liberty Square right now, right in front of the Hall of Presidents. What are you doing there? You said the greatest show in Walt Disney World. Where else can you see all of the Commander-in-Chiefs on stage as audio animatronics? Opening day attraction. That's the worst show in Walt Disney World. I meant Muppet Vision 3D. Why do you want to see horrible CGI on a screen that's been there since the 90s? Why do I want to go to a show that'll make me fall asleep? I don't know. Ask yourself that while you're at Muppet Vision 3D. You know what we can agree on? The Disney's Patreon? Absolutely. I mean, where else can you get live recordings of Diz, his episodes, cutting room floor, early episode releases, even giveaways if you're at the $5 tier or more, plus access to the Goof Troop, the Discord, where there's daily games, daily trivia. It's fantastic. And you know how low of a price you can get it for? How low? $2 a month. That's how low you can go. It's a fantastic deal. That's a bargain. It's this deal so good that Scrooge McDuck would jump at it. So... Join the Diz His Patreon today. Link is down in our description of the episode. Come hang out with us. But you're still wrong about Muppet Vision 3D. You're wrong. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio. On Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Disney Cruise is no ordinary vacation. It's an adventure, a fairy tale, a dream. Step aboard and discover where favorite Disney characters meet fun for the whole family, where total rest and relaxation meet the ultimate escape and excitement, where a dream vacation meets a magical cruise. Only on Disney Cruise Line, where magic meets the sea. To book your magical Disney Cruise Line vacation, go to sandpipervacations.com today. So, Dane, what did you do this week in Disney? Research. Research. For Oh, for what? Uh, for many different projects, um, including this week's video, which is about the... Which is? Which is about the Disney Vacation Club. Uh, oh, that's cool. Coincidentally, that's a, yeah, that's uh, nice. today was, it was just announced that a new uh, lounge is going to be coming to Disney World. So, nice little tie-in there. Uh, not meant, but uh, it was good timing for that announcement to come out. Also... When is yeah, your definitely. next video coming out? Saturday. What? Saturday, what date? Give a date. Oh, um, well, it'll be out by the time the this sixth. comes out. The 6th. Come on, man. Okay, so it already had How did you come forget? Out. Yeah, January 6th, yeah. Cool. Oh, I also watched Muppets Christmas Carol last week. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. For the first time? No, no, for the second oh. time this, this season. Okay. Good movie, good movie. I, pre I like that one. Very good movie. Um, yeah. Anything else? Anything good for uh, possibly Christmas? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got two... Uh, two Funko Pops that are um, oh, related to Disney. So I got the three Spider-Men from No Way Home, nice. and then I got the uh, Barker Bird from Enchanted Tiki Room. That's oh, cool. cool. So, very yeah, cool. Very cool Funko Pops. Good gifts. Yeah. Good gifts. Oh, and a Disney gift card to use for Disneyland. So Very good. Oh, nice. Awesome. Chris, what did you do in the world of Disney? So on Christmas morning, Baby I watched... Baby boy Chris gets to go first, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, on Christmas morning, I put on... Uh, letters from Santa it was like a Muppet special. Uh, it was pretty good. I liked it. It um, it had some uh, actors, like well-known actors in it. Uh, I, I anything Muppets is fun. So I liked. I had that on in the background, and then uh, Emily got me the um, 
the sh- the new Mandalorian ship Lego set mm-hmm. uh, from the 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 speed like the um the one like it's from the original prequels it's like redone for him. Uh, that one was that one was uh, a really fun build. I built that already. And she got me a uh, Mickey Mouse Funko Pop, a Target exclusive, as like winter gear on. Oh yeah. And yeah, it was kind of cool. I love the Target exclusive ones. I, just, I like the packaging and the sticker. Yeah, Tori got me a uh, gingerbread Mickey this year. Oh, I've um, seen that yeah. one. That one's really nice. It was underneath the tree in the video. Oh the, yeah. The only other thing that I did this week was uh, clothing related. I bought a paging Mr. Morrow um roosevelt which i'm really excited about sold out really quick and i got a restock that happened 10 minutes after the release Mm -hmm. so really excited to have that and the other clothing related thing i did was design steamboat willie uh t-shirts which you should uh check out on our t public website in our link tree it's it's really my favorite design because it was amazing because the art was drawn by a famous disney artist and not myself i didn't have to do anything (laughs) except for put him on a t-shirt and just change the lettering I changed the lettering from from uh, Mickey Mouse to Diz's podcast. Mouse. It's a really cool shirt, though. I highly recommend checking them out. If you're on the edge or the, uh, of buying a Diz's shirt, now's the time. Mm-hmm. Great options. And yeah. they're on sale. They're, like, always on sale. $16 for a shirt. We're, we're, can't beat it. Great material. Great material, yeah. The printing quality has improved over the years. For sure. Alex, <laughs> what did you do this week in Disney? So um, this week, not too much, uh, but for over the Christmas holiday, we do did have a lot of Disney themed gifts coming into the house um, that gingerbread Funko Pop was at my house during uh, Christmas. Oh, season. cool. Um, we got a lot of, you know, my kids are young, so we got Disney Princess Lego and nice. my son got um, he got a Spider-Man uh, bike with training oh, wheels. Cool. So a lot of Disney IP was in my house for Christmas for sure. One of the things that my wife and I are excited about is we got a giant puzzle put together. And um, we've got a puzzle in the past and we framed it. We glued it and framed it. And we're going to do the same thing this puzzle. Once we get done with it, we're going to glue it and then we're going to frame it. So we'll have two uh, Disney IP puzzles very you big think about puzzle. just buying the poster, Alex? Just cut all <laughs> no, the putting it together. It's fun doing the uh, puzzling. It's fun doing the puzzling, you know? <laughs> Other than that, uh, not too much in Disney. I mean, I try watching some Disney. Watched uh, some What If uh, that came out over the Christmas holiday. That was good. Um, other than that, not too much else Disney done in my house, surprisingly. Surprisingly. Very shocking. Shocking. (laughs) Next week on Diz His, we'll be going over the history of Pinocchio. Fun fact, the character of Jiminy was a late addition and actually acquired them to cut out so much that they had enough for a whole nother film. So if you are interested in buying a shirt like Chris alluded to earlier, our new Diz His shirt, you can head over to our Instagram or our Twitter or our Facebook and from there, you can get to our link tree, which 95 our, years in the making, might I add, Alex, our link tree, which <laughs> has a here. link to our T public. Uh, also, the link tree, you can get to our all our, um, you know, blog, our Patreon, become a goof troop, watch live episodes. We're recording for definitely over an hour. This episode will probably be about an hour, maybe a little over, but we were recording a lot longer than what this episode will end up being. Some not so not safe for work material <laughs> has to be cut, but you. I'll work around it as I edit the podcast. But if you want to watch us live and get the whole experience of um, watching us record the episodes on a given Tuesday or Wednesday, just head over to our Patreon and become a group troop for as low as $2 a month. And of course, if you are higher than $2 tier, you can be eligible for future giveaways. For the twenty dollars tier, you can host your own episode of the Diz His podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> nope, like, nope. I mean, kind of. If you pay twenty dollars long enough, you might be, <laughs> be on the episode, be on the show. Dane, thanks again so much for coming on for this episode. I was really excited to have you on. Can you please remind our listeners one more time of uh, where they can find you? Of course, the pleasure is all yours. Um, YouTube got <laughs> youtube.com slash c slash big beautiful diz. You can find me there. And then everything is linked in the uh, video descriptions from there Twitter, Instagram, uh, merch, Patreon, everything like that. So. Thank you, Dane. Yes, very thanks, much. Dane. No problem. No problem. This we was have a that, lot of fun. Have, thanks for inviting me. 
we haven't had you on the a podcast in a while. A long time, yeah. It's been a while. It feels good um, to be we're back. Gonna, we're gonna double that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you back on twenty twenty seven for sure. Yeah, we want to have you on more regularly for sure. Uh, to all our listeners at home, hope you had a great uh, Christmas and holiday season, and a uh, hope you have a happy, happy and healthy New Year. Uh, we missed you last week, so glad that we are back on track. That's the his on the Wonders of Life Pavilion. I'm Chris. I'm Alex. I'm Dane. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.